Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Okay, so today we are going to talk about making wealthy choices. This is a topic that's close to my heart uh, because it was something that was very alive for me last week. And the reason that is the case is that it's been a both a rough week emotionally and also an exciting and spiritually enlivening week. So many things going on. And I'm going to give you a little background to what's been happening. But at the heart of it was the fact that by the end of the week, I was pretty spent. And what happens when you've got zero left in the gas tank, emotionally, spiritually, physically, is that it's very difficult to make the kind of choices that create the life we want. And so if you have felt like you're running on fumes or you just don't have the energy to do the things that quote unquote you're supposed to do, my goal with this podcast is really to give you some insight on how to make the choices that create wealth for you. And I'm talking about wealth in the sense that we discuss it on this podcast, which means wealth of money and also wealth of spirit, wealth of family, wealth of time, a full picture of wealth. Because money at the expense of our time or health or relationships is not wealth at all. It's simply a really quick path to get to a place of an empty life. So here's what's been happening to give you a high-level context to why I ended up where I was on Friday. This week actually is the marker for many, many milestones, both beautiful and difficult. So it's the first Father's Day without my dad was Sunday. And then his birthday is today, the day this podcast is dropping. My mom's, the anniversary of my mom's death is this weekend. And because my dad would have been 90, we had planned his a big 90th celebration. We were all going to the Catskills where we used to go each summer when I was a child. And so we decided we're all still going to go there. So there's a big family trip coming that's, you know, not quite a memorial to my father, but certainly will memorialize both him and my mom. It is something that's central to my childhood. Now, then on top of all that, my firstborn is uh, moving up from eighth grade to high school. We don't call it a graduation in our town. So his big moving up ceremony was this week. And to uh, add to the mix, I am the co-chair of the moving up ceremony. It's a big event in our school. And I was also the chair of our academic breakfast, which is a week-long celebration for our honor roll students and their families. And so last week I was up every morning I, I really only need to get up at 
five, but you know how it is. When you have to get up early, somehow when you wake up at 3.30, you can't get back to sleep. So I was getting up every morning at 3.30 and then going to the school and um, hosting these big breakfasts. And it's so much fun, but it's also a lot of work. And so there was just this kind of soup of all these crazy emotions and exciting markers. The other thing that happened last week, oh my goodness, it was such a full week, was I had my first meeting with my mastermind that I just launched. And in the context of that mastermind, we saw a kaleidoscope of talent and love of what they're doing of all these new clients and in each of their coaching seats, different things that were wildly important to each of them from a marketing plan all the way over to an intuitive message from one of our clients' guides came through. It was like this big, exciting experience. And good or bad, big emotions create big outpourings of energy. And what was also happening in the context of that week last week was that there were a lot of people from our school complaining about the moving up ceremony for reasons that are not important, but basically centered around the fact that tickets are limited because the size of the auditorium is limited. Things that were completely outside my control. But on Wednesday night, a number of people came to get their tickets. I was sitting there giving out tickets and just went off on me. And I held it together. But once we had put away all of the tickets and and gotten everything squared away, I broke down in tears. Because my love language are words of appreciation. And with all of this big outpouring of effort, although there were thank yous, there were a lot more angry people. And so it was really hard for my soul, really hard for my soul. So I know that's a long convoluted path to telling you where I was by Friday, but I wanted to give you all the, all the aspects of the puzzle because I would suspect that you are probably going through something similar in that mix. You have a child that's moving through a milestone. You may be grieving the loss of someone important to you. You might've been putting a lot of energy into helping other people and not feeling gratitude coming back to you. You could have been taking on too much, which I will raise my hand and say, I absolutely did. You're taking on too much and feeling overwhelmed and depleted all at once. Um, Maybe you're doing something amazing, like launching a new program like I did and feeling completely elated by it, but still feeling like you need to fill up your energy reserve so that you can serve them in the biggest possible way. All of those things could be happening for you. Any of those things could be happening for you. And you could end up like I was on Friday, which was basically a walking zombie. And I had been fantasizing about the end of the day coming and being able to sit on my deck and watch the sunset with a glass of wine and just kind of be able to float away from it all. That was the dream I had. (laughs) And I've been looking forward to that moment. And so I poured the glass of wine and yet I was so tired. My body was begging me for sleep begging me to lay down. And yet the feeling I had of 
reaching for that glass of wine was so strong. Like to have that time to myself, it was going to be the first moment where I could kind of just chill and not be thinking about anyone or anything and just be from there for myself. And I had a book and I was all ready. It was a big plan. And yet my body was saying, go to sleep, but it was 6 p.m., which meant that I was going to lose out the one night if I honored my body's request, I'd be losing out on the one night I had to myself because we had events for the rest of the weekend. And there was my glass of wine sitting there beckoning to me. And yet my body was giving me the information I really needed, which was to lay down and go to sleep. And I ultimately chose sleep. I'm really proud of myself for it. Really proud of myself because that wine was so tempting. That wine held immediate relief. Whereas going to bed at 6 p.m. kind of felt like um, like my parents were putting me to bed and, and I wasn't getting my lollipop. But I did make that choice because I knew if I got sleep that the rest of the weekend would be a lot better. And yet, if I had the glass of wine, I'd probably have a second one. And then, you know, because I am 47 years old, once I've got wine in my system, I can't sleep very well. So I would have had a bad night's sleep. And so I made the choice for the sleep instead. And I woke up at 5 a.m. and I felt like a million bucks. I just felt like I had the world was my oyster everything that had felt so hard and heavy and also exciting and enjoyable transformed. The good stuff became even better and the negative stuff just sort of faded away. And I was in awe of that because I think I have often made the choice, not I think, I know I've made the choice to have the glass of wine many, many times before when my body was really telling me was to go to sleep. And so I guess I'm bragging a little that I made the wealthy choice, but I also want you to understand how this plays out in all of our lives and why we don't always make the wealthy choice. And why this was the wealthy choice was that choice gave me a weekend of joy and fun and pleasure Whereas if I had engaged in the short-term relief of that glass of wine and sort of that short-term pleasure, then probably the rest of the weekend would have kind of sucked. And I would have been hopping into the week really behind the eight ball. And Monday was my son's moving up ceremony. And I wanted to be fresh and alive for it, especially because I was the co-chair of the event. I wanted to at least enjoy all of the work that had gone into this special event. And as I'm recording this podcast, although it drops on Wednesday, as I'm recording it, it is the uh, ceremony hasn't yet happened. So I'm 100% confident it's going to be amazing. But the reason that we don't typically go with the thing that gives us the long-term results, the long-term pleasure, is because to resist the short-term relief or the short-term pleasure, we need willpower. And oftentimes, by the time we get to a depleted state where we're reaching for that short-term relief or reaching for that short-term pleasure, we don't have a lot of willpower left. And to give the last oodles of our willpower over to that choice feels almost pointless. 
right? Like you just, you're dragging your carcass to the finish line, basically. And what helped to allow me to make that choice was, first of all, was just so complete fatigue that I was in, really (laughs) almost lifting the glass of wine was almost hard. So it was a lot easier to lean into that, the sleep, but the bigger, the bigger tool that I used was to just breathe and really feel into what I wanted to feel like the next morning and feel into what I really wanted. Like what I really wanted from the wine even was relief and pleasure. And when I really felt into wanting that, I knew that if I could just go to sleep, that I'd have that the next day. And that's what helped me get over the hump. Now, I don't know exactly what choices you have to make right now, what choices you're making for short-term pleasure over long-term pleasure. But I can tell you, if you can reach for what you really want, even what you want in choosing that short-term pleasure, you're going to be able to reach for the choice that's going to give you the long-term pleasure and the long-term wealth. You are going to have to stop for a moment and breathe. You are going to have to give yourself a little patience. But if you can do that, you're really going to be able to make the better choice. Now, a way that this shows up, I see in a lot of entrepreneurs' lives, and it's something that I'm going to be talking about a lot next week on my Facebook page, is the choice to do a lot of short-term activities in your business. So if you own a business, I'm going to show you how this translates directly into that money and time wealth. Almost always when a client comes to me, they tell me they don't have enough time to do the kinds of things that are going to grow their business. And their hope is that I'm going to help them figure out how to make that time and also how to choose what to focus on. And that's smart because I can help people do that. And I do help people do that. What I also help people do is reach down deep inside of them and find the connection to the divine that allows them to flow wealth in as well as do the activities that create that flow. Because doing it on our own makes it really, really hard. Now, one of the biggest blocks that we often get in allowing in the abundance the divine sending us, the wealth the divine sending us, is letting our brain choose what can come in. And oftentimes, our brain is programmed to believe that unless we work hard, we can't have great wealth coming to us, which creates a conundrum because oftentimes what people most need is to do less work, to really engage the spirit of full wealth where they're enjoying their family and their relationships and their time. And so how does this happen? And the way that I like to really trick the brain into allowing wealth is to create a plan So plans, strong marketing plans, allow the brain to relax and feel like something is working. And whether it's a marketing plan or it's a social media plan or it's a overall business plan, plans let the brain feel safe. And when the brain feels safe, it's more willing to allow in abundance. And what's interesting when I talk to a new client, I say, okay, well, what, what's been the plan? What plan have you been working on? Usually there hasn't been one. 
And the reason is that when an entrepreneur who feels overwhelmed, if this is you, or feels like there's so much to do, when you sit down at your desk and you have this big to-do list of all these things to do that you think are going to help grow your business or create wealth, the thing you want to do is you want to get some relief. You want to get some short-term pleasure. And the way you do that is by crossing things off your list. And so if you have a big pile of email sitting in your email box, going in and, and starting to read them and delete them gives you those quick dopamine hits that make you feel like you're doing something productive. Or you go on social media and you make a post or even you know you sign up for a networking event. The thing is, all of those activities are just the same as me grabbing that glass of wine. They give us a short-term burst of relief, of pleasure, but they don't actually get us where we want to go. And so when you're sitting there and you've got this big list of things you have to do, taking the time to stop and make the plan feels hard. It requires willpower. But here's the thing. If you don't do the plan, you won't know what to do from day to day to make your goals happen. You won't know where all the tasks fit in. So you're going to waste a lot of time. And also, if you don't have the plan, your brain is going to be convinced that you're flying by the seat of your pants and it's only going to allow in results that it thinks equals flying by the seat of your pants business, which means less money, less clients, less everything that you want. Now, when I was faced with the decision of the wine versus the sleep, I was able to make that choice on my own. But there's been other areas of my life where that's not been the case, like exercise for me. You know, I know what I should be doing. I know I should be pushing myself through extra reps of weightlifting, not just to get strong, but, you know, as a woman who's aging to keep my bones healthy, all of that I know. But unless I have someone there guiding me and telling me to do it, I usually fall short. And the reason is, is that I just don't have enough oodles of willpower to do it. And so having someone come in and guide me relieves me of the need to rely on just my own will. This is the same, I've been talking a lot about the fact that I've been working with a tapping therapist. I am loving this experience so much. Tapping helps me get through, you know, things that feel like big balls of knots in my brain suddenly get unwound in like a 45-minute session. The thing is, I know how to do tapping, but to have it, it probably the strength and the courage and somewhat the willpower to go as deep as I would need to go, it doesn't always show up for me when I'm alone. But when I have that guide there helping me, guiding me on what's really coming up for me, it makes it a lot easier. And so that comes back to creating the marketing plan. What I find often happens is a lot of entrepreneurs, and this may be you, feel like you don't know what you don't know. And so you don't even start the plan because it just feels so big and feels like you could get it so wrong and it feels hard that it's just easier to keep working on that massive to-do list. And yet the plan is the key. It unlocks everything. It shows you what you can get rid of. It shows you what to focus on. So when you start each day, you have the pleasure of feeling confident and on top of the world and knowing what exactly you need to do to make it happen. 
last year, what I started doing as part of my mission to help entrepreneurs everywhere really embrace this feeling of divine support and power and confidence in their own business is I started offering a one week or a five day training where I walk people through their the step-by-step to create a marketing plan and a marketing calendar. And it's grown and it's so much fun. And now it's called the marketing machine, the build your marketing machine. And I love it. And we've offered it a number of times. I had originally hoped to offer it in March, but as you know, my dad passed away. And so I wasn't really in a position to hold space for a big community in a big event like that but I am now. And so that's going to be starting next week on June 24th. So if you are an entrepreneur and you don't have a powerful marketing plan and marketing calendar laid out for the next three months, because that's where I usually guide people to is to create it on a three-month basis. I find a full year calendar doesn't usually work. Usually things change quickly, especially on this evolving planet. So if you would like to join me and the community of wealth and purpose peeps that do this uh, marketing plan together, I would love to have you. You can sign up at pattylennon.com forward slash training. And hey, if you're really one of those jaded people that just is like, you're not getting my email address. This is going to be you just trying to show up and and take me through this Five week process, five day process, and and then just try and sell me something at the end. Well, here's what I promise you: that's not what this is. <laughs> this truly is a gift that I give the community. But you can just go to my Facebook page. That is facebook.com forward slash Patty A. Lennon. And each day at either noon or one, it changes each day, I will be doing a live Q&A session. I will summarize the task for the day. So if you just want to dip your toe in the water and just come look and see what's happening on Facebook, go ahead and like my page. You'll get notified when I go live. But if you really want the trainings, then go sign up at pattylennon.com forward slash training And what will happen is each morning, you will get a very short video that gives you the task for the day. Typically, the task takes anywhere from five minutes to 15, 20 minutes. So the videos are anywhere from five to 15 minutes themselves. So plan to give yourself 30 minutes each day for five days. If you can do that by the end of the week, you will have your full marketing plan and your marketing calendar. And again, this is completely free. This is a gift I give the community. It's my way of helping you overcome that tendency to grab for your, to just go check some items off your to-do list and actually reach for the thing that's going to create the real success, the wealthy choice. This is, you know, my way of helping people choose the sleep over the wine, the plan over the minor task. This is the way that we grow purpose-driven businesses. And I would love for you to join us if this feels like it's calling to you. Because besides having a really powerful plan by the end of the week, you're also going to have a lot of fun and get to hang out with a lot of cool people. So join us there. Hey, everyone, have a great week. Much love to you and happy birthday, dad. Hey, thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth and Purpose podcast. If you liked what you heard, please share this episode with someone you know needs to hear it. 
And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you found us. It fills my heart when I read a review and helps us reach many more people. So thank you. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.